On this week's podcast, we're talking to Beth Gillum and asking her all the questions about being an SEO strategist. Uh, I know SEO is a mysterious subject to many, but Beth is going to do an excellent, excellent job explaining all about that in this week's podcast. Hi, and welcome to the Dogwood Media Solutions Podcast. I'm your host for this week. I'm Brian Harris. And this week, we are talking to one of our own. We're talking to Beth Gillum. And go ahead. Hello. <laughs> Happy to be here. Beth's one of our SEO, not one, you are the SEO strategist for Dogwood. And we have several of our marketing strategists that are able to do SEO work also, too. But Beth is the one that is teaching and basically setting the guidelines for all SEO here at Dogwood. Um, she came to work for us back in September of 2019. Mm-hmm. So it's been just at four years now. So isn't that crazy? That is very crazy. I know. So like, I remember back, you know, we were sitting, Beth and I were neighbors. Beth and I have known each other longer than that, but we were neighbors at the time when she came to work for us. And I was like, hey, we're, we're going to be hiring for someone. And at that time, it was for a marketing strategist, basically to help Lauren with. And you're like, yeah, I could do that part-time, mm-hmm. you know, because you had the kids and yes. you wanted something that was easy. My youngest was starting kindergarten, mm-hmm. so I was going to have both of them out of the house. Yeah. And so it, it worked out well. And so you came in as a marketing strategist mm-hmm. and then your husband decided to move you. Yes. and <laughs> Yes. And moved up to the Shoals, and so you were our first remote employee because we're like, we're not losing Beth. And so then we adapted the position a little bit at that and point, And I'm too. very glad that you did. <laughs> I really love staying connected to y'all and being able to well, staying connected to Montgomery also, too. Yes. I mean, because your parents are here. So, mm-hmm. I mean, like, it's it's good like being able to come back. And then there's other things to do here, too. And yep. you get to see us weekly also, too. And yes. Hopefully give you a little point of sanity in the midst of everything else. It so definitely does. And so... You came in September 2019, you did Marketing Strategist, then you became more like a writer, mm-hmm. which I kind of I look at this as like an evolution in SEO because the marketing part, the strategy part is, is a big part of that. And then writing is a big, very big part of SEO to the point where you're like, all right, we moved you into like, just embrace it. You are mm-hmm. the SEO strategist. And then you started knocking out all these certifications and attending classes mm-hmm. and and that's it. You're 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 the expert. Did you do you actually know that you actually have trained other people who have gone on to do SEO work in other places now at this point? I realized that. And I was like, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, so your your sphere of influence is now expanding even beyond dogwood. They can at this say point. they were trained under me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and you've even done some really cool th- things with. Uh, we use a service called uh, Turkle, and mm-hmm. it enables you to go out and speak as an expert. Uh, and you've you've been quoted multiple times in different publications all throughout the United States and the world, really. Yeah, I've, I've been really surprised that they have chosen my quotes so as often as they have. Yeah. And, um, but well, they've it, been good neat. stuff. I mean, because you know your stuff. And so mm-hmm. it shows in what you're saying on there. And you're being recognized even beyond, just like I said, beyond Dogwood as an expert in SEO. It's, mm-hmm. it's really cool. And it's, it's really been neat to watch your, think, your evolution in that. So. Yeah. I think I enjoy it because it's communicating, which I like to talk. Obviously, you and I are both oversharers, you know? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> well, yeah. That's what you're talking about. <laughs> and, uh, but it's communication, but it's also problem solving and strategy, like that kind of critical thinking and figuring out the the best formula some way, mm-hmm. even though it's not a formula, it's but right. you know, working it out. So yeah. it's it's been fun. So another interesting fact is you were in another life were a photographer. Yes. And which we, we don't even use your skills here in photography at all. That's I mean, okay. I'm not I, I just do it for fun now. Since I had my second child, it was just like I can't do it all. I love it. I enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I 
stay up to date with how, you know, and, and still how to uh, study all the photography news, but I and don't. And you've written some really great blog posts going back mm -hmm. to the writing part or on photography that you've been able to give mm -hmm. tips on even using iPhones or doing, you know, with a DSLR, whichever one it is. So you've got that background, but. It's not even not even needed, like or not even using it on a no, regular basis. Yeah. No, I think um, part of the writing came from I've got to learn what this is and yeah. figure out, you know, because I'm using it at work. I want to know all about it because uh, obviously my background's in science before Which, this. That's gonna be the next so, thing I was gonna point out too. Yes. It's like you're, you're, what's your degree in? Uh, yes, I have a, a bachelor of science in oh biology. Yeah, so Which just goes to prove that actually what you get a degree in college does not actually set your entire future. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I did. I do. I would do it again. I love science. I love. I loved my field. I just got tired of going to school after I graduated and went. Yeah. This isn't for me and wanted to do photography for a while. And then I just never wanted to go back to school for that. I just, I, as You being as creative as you are, I just can't imagine you as a scientist. Well, but science, biology is creation. It is. You I know, know it's, but, all, it's so neat how the, it all works together. But you're like you're studying creation versus like now you are a creator. Yes. Yeah. Well, so, I don't know. Uh, I, I enjoy it all. So. Well, do you ever think you'd ever would use that degree in the future ever again? Like, can you imagine that ever being part of like the future for Beth? Mm. At one time in college, I thought about going to school for vi virology, studying okay. viruses or epidemiology. Like, mm. I really, really considered that. And then, of course, after the pandemic, I'm like, man, did I miss out or did I dodge a bullet? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. <laughs> what? So, there's, there's probably a lot of people in that field who are probably thinking the same thing, yes. you know. So, did, no, did, I, I can't imagine using it out. But I did get to teach a really neat series for our children's ministry mm -hmm. at camp called Biology with Miss Beth. Yeah. And we... Um, just talked about how God shows up in creation and nature and everything. And it was just one of my favorite things I've done at church with my science degree. It feels like you we know? need to have a, a series written on this. I'm just oh, saying. The biology with, I could. I could write biology out. Biology with it was, Beth. It was three days. And, and um, I even, I remember, this is totally off topic, but I remember praying, God, it would be really cool if I could find some baby turtles to um, show the kids. And yeah. I'll tell you, that morning I walked to the down to the to the lake and there were there was one swimming right there, and I scooped him up. And then when the kids <laughs> got so excited and they knew how to hunt for him, and they found two more, and oh, those wow. poor baby turtles survived, but barely yeah. that day of being handled by a hundred that's, that's elementary really, school kids. That's a cool story, though. Yeah. <laughs> it was neat. It well, was neat. Okay, we got to get to. SEO. I know because we are trying to keep everything in twenty minutes. We always try to mm -hmm. say that. So we did say this is a Q and A of an SEO strategist. I gave you a couple questions. I was going to ask you to kind of give you a heads up on that, but the first thing I wanted to ask is: so, what is SEO for those who don't know what the SEO word is? So. Uh, Okay, SEO, search engine optimization. It is the simplest way to put it is I'm making sure that your website content is communicating with search engines. Okay, when a ser search engines will what they call crawl, index, and rank your site about every month. Um, they look at all the text on there and they can read your text for the most part, but mm -hmm. there are there is there are things that we can optimize on each page that will communicate in the language of the search engines. Okay. And so that's what I do. Most of your visitors will never notice the changes that right. I would make. But search engines, these are signals saying here's what the content is about. And when search engines can know what it's about, they can match it with search queries mm -hmm. when someone sits down to Google or any search in, you know, um, <clears throat> search engine and types in some words, they'll go, oh, this content is about those words. Right. Let me show that page to this searcher. Okay. So that's what I do. That's the, that's the part. That's the, the What's the basic? That's, mm -hmm. the, that's, the, that's the easiest way to explain what it is. Yes. So 
out of all, I know there's different types of SEO. Maybe kind of tell us about some different types of SEO and kind of mm-hmm. explain what each one of those are too. Okay, so there's what we call on-page SEO, which is when I actually go into the back end of your website and work on each page and I optimize it for a header for around a certain key term, I optimize your headers. I look for links, inbound and outbound links or put those in. I make sure the keyword is mentioned in the content that we want to rank for. Um, so that's part of on-page SEO. Then there's what we call off-page SEO, which is what kind of like link building. Mm -hmm. Um, So every site has what's called site authority. It's called a domain rating, domain authority. They're all the same words, mean about the same thing. In the website world, you are given a a vote of confidence, a uh, kind of a, a, a recommendation to search engines by how many other sites link to your site. Okay, so Mm -hmm. whereas if they walked into your office building and they said, where can I get a cup of coffee? Chances are you could say walk around the corner or here's a coffee shop because they're near you. Well, in the website world, you can't really recommend, hey, go, you know, so you do that through linking. So because if you're going to put an intern, put a link on your your content on your website for another site, it means you're going to think they're a good site, right? right? You're not going to put yeah, a junk site gonna, on right. it. Yeah. You want to send them somewhere so crazy. So that's a, that search engines look for those links as signals and they say, well, okay, they are respected in the website world. Mm-hmm. Therefore I may show them a little higher in search results. And that's a part of, of, of off page SEO. Okay. So what's the one that you're like specializing in right now? Or, um, or you do all of them? Or I do just... all of them. And then, you know, you've also got a subset of, of SEO is local SEO. Mm-hmm. That's optimizing for near me searches. Okay. Um, the majority of that work happens on your Google My Business profile. Okay. Um, there are things you can do to make sure there are consistencies between your website and your Google My Business profile. But that's op- that's focusing. If you have a brick and mortar store or you offer a service that's only local within a certain distance, uh, local SEO might really be what you would want to focus mm-hmm. on because you want to reach people at a local rather than a national right. or even state level. It doesn't matter if you show up in Georgia when exactly. you're trying to sell shoes in Montgomery. Exactly. So. Um, but yeah, those, those are the, the, the kind of facets of SEO that I work in. I do all of those, um, more so on-page SEO, mm-hmm. but also content strategy. I really, really love um, putting together content. One of the things that people need to know, clients may come to me and they say, I want to rank for this certain keyword meaning a keyword is what somebody puts into their search engine, you know, and they say, I want to rank for this keyword. And I, why am I not ranking for this mm-hmm. keyword? Well, then I look at what they've, the content on their web pages, and that keyword is never mentioned, okay? <laughs> right. They may be all around it and have some things that hint to it, but if you want to rank for a certain keyword or key phrase, you have to have that word or phrase in your content, and right. more than once. And so... Um, I love to sit down and go, okay, what do you want to rank for? Mm-hmm. Um, what Here's what you could rank for. Here's what your competitors are ranking for. You know, so let's design a strategy around that through content writing. One of the, one of the questions I was going to ask was, you know, how do, how do you help clients determine those keywords that are relevant to their brand? Okay, so whenever I have a new client that comes on board, I, I have a meeting with them, and I learn everything I can about their company and their industry, what they do. Um, I will also, of course, look at, through uh, Google Search Console what they've been 
linked to before. But but I also ask them, hey, what words do you want to be known for online? Like if someone Googles this term, you want to be number one for it, you know. And, and so we look for those terms within their industry and with their business. But also I think as a human, what would I Google if I was looking for them? Mm-hmm. You know, and and I make notes of all these things. And then I will use, which I'm going to get into in a future blog, on keyword research, which is a big part of what I do, is learning what words rank well, what words have a lot of traffic, uh, what words, what kind of competition do these words have, Mm -hmm. um, and formulating a plan based on that. Because you've got to... you got to find a balance between search volume, how many people are looking for this word, and competition. You know, if if it's kind of you remember that com- comparison they say, how does Six Flags com- uh, compete with Disney World? Mm-hmm. Well, they don't because right. they're different. They're, they're very so different. different. You know, what kind of advertising could Six Flags do to compete with Disney World? None. Right. You know, because Six Flags over Georgia is Six Flags and Disney World is Disney World. Well, I have to compare the competition, you know, mm-hmm. um, um, for the different words and go, well, this is going to be really hard to rank for this word. So I would go for this kind of word where mm-hmm. we might have more, you know, more chance of people. Especially like you brought the Six Flags versus Disney World. Disney World is like they have a national audience. Yes. Six Flags, there's eight different Six Flags locations because they're not a national brand. They are Well, they are in a way, but they've realized that we're a local park. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one in Atlanta is going to pull people probably from three to four hours away, but you're not going there as a resort. So exactly. their advertising and their marketing is going to be totally different. Their keywords are going to be focused probably on that three to four hour radius of mm-hmm. finding an amusement park near Atlanta, Georgia, finding an amusement park near Columbus, Georgia. I mean, th- those are kind of things they probably want to show up for. Day trips. Yes. Yeah. You Day know. trips to Atlanta. They mm-hmm. want that to be. Yeah. They want to be able to show up on that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Whereas Disney World, they're in a whole different ball game. Oh yeah. So your whole planning is different to right. to do that. Well, they have the, the, the resorts down there, and mm-hmm. so like there's not a Six Flags resort. Mm-mm. It's just a park. You go to it for the day, and you, you can basically do everything you want to in in one day. Yep. So and and they sell annual passes. I mean, of course Disney does too, but it's a different kind of thing though where. You can go drop off the kids there, basically. <laughs> yeah. Six Flags, yes. and that's your summer vacation. Exactly. So, so uh, when you talk about goals of a client, what are some things that you typically hear from clients when they're asking, like when you're talking about that goal phase? Okay, well, um, a lot of times when I when I talk with them, they'll say, "Hey, I, I would like to rank for this keyword." Mm-hmm. And when we say rank for that keyword, I mean on page one of Google, which is spots one through nine. Yeah. Typically higher. The higher on that page is best because. They say that page two is where sites go, pages go, you know, results go to die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, because nobody scrolls to page two, mm-hmm. I do, but I'm also into this field, <laughs> you know. You're curious. You're, you're not the typical person. Right. So. so, we want, you know, our goal is to land you on page one for that term. But also, we want to look um, uh, overall, why we want to show up on that page, but we also want people to click the click your, mm-hmm. go to your website and take action. So, yeah. we're looking at organic traffic. We want to increase that organic traffic to um, in, engage that engage increase that reach. You got it. Increase, <laughs> I know it. I, uh, I'm getting too excited, y'all. <laughs> so, but um, but a, a lot of times they'll say, "Well, we want to rank for this keyword. Why am I not ranking for it?" And I'll say, "Well, we've got to build content around it." So that's this is where my absolute favorite part of SEO is to do is to go, "Okay, let me build a strategy for you." to make sure we have content around that keyword and that it's strong content around that keyword. It provides value for your audience 
and get you to rank higher. So then that's where I love to design and write, okay, well, here we're going to blog or we're going to change the content on this mm-hmm. page and it's going to be around this, this, this. And then we're going to do a ne- another blog that's going to support it with this. And, and these are all a combination of what we call um, long tail keywords and uh they're called fathead, but I just call them kind of broad <laughs> keywords. It's weird. Yeah. So many weird words in this yeah. industry. <laughs> there really is. Because like that was the next question I had, and I know you're still talking about this, yeah. but it's like KPI. Like yeah. I hear that all the time. What's my key performance indicators? And so like, yes. so like getting into all this, like you hear all these terms and stuff, like there's a lot of stuff that people have to, like you have to teach this. It's, I do. I do. And a lot of times when I send them their first report, I will at least offer or I will write out, hey, here's what this means. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's why it's important. This is why this is included in your SEA report. You know, and, and the key performance indicators, the KPIs that we look for are obviously ranking data. Mm-hmm. Um, we look for organic traffic because that's what um, SEO is. It's the organic portion where SEM is the paid portion right. of traffic. But we look for organic traffic. We also look at that backlink history. Um, it Last year in, I believe it was July, Google released something called the Helpful Content Update. Yeah. And so Google is going to prioritize content on the site, on your, on websites that are helpful. Okay. It makes mm-hmm. sense. I mean, they provide value. That's Google's baseline is that, hey, hey, provide value, be a help, be a great user experience. And that's right. part of the facets of SEO too, mm-hmm. is that I, one of the other things that I look for behind the scenes, I'll get back to the KPIs, is, <laughs> uh, sorry, is that your website is working well. Right. We want to, if someone, we can get you on page one, but if somebody clicks your site and they go and it's broken or it's not loading fast or it doesn't work on their, their mobile device, mm-hmm. you know, or it's just not a fun site to visit, they're not going to stay. And then therefore you're not going to stay in those top, you know, top results on, on search. So, well, most of our SEO clients have came out of us building a new website for them. Yes. Because that's one of the first things that when someone comes to us and is like, I need help with this. We look at the website and we're like, okay, first thing we got to do is fix the website. Mm -hmm. We can't even talk about SEO at this point until we get that fixed first. Yes. There's no, no point in doing all this on page work. Mm -hmm. If your site's not in good, Working condition. Right. And speed is a huge thing. We were talking about that mm-hmm. literally this morning. We were looking over some sites and we were talking about putting a plugin on it. And I was like, do we really need to put that plugin on there? Mm-hmm. And because plugins add weight and weight slows down things. Mm-hmm. And so the more things you start putting in there, I'm like, I, I've told our developers in our meeting on Monday, I said, we've got to stop putting plugins in. Mm-hmm. They're, they're an easy thing to put in there. But the more plugins you put in there, we're slowing things down, which affects the client. It does. And, and so we've got to go in and go, this is part of who we are. We, we are a agency who develops websites. We're not going to take shortcuts. We're going to go in and do it correctly, and we're going to go in and actually hard code these things into that so that we don't slow down our sites because that affects them. And it that, does. But that's a big difference between getting you know the guy on the corner who's going to build your site for super cheap who's going to go load it up with 35 plugins just to get it to do what it is doing versus us mm-hmm. who are actually looking at those things. We're looking towards the future because we look at these as long-term relationship. Mm-hmm. And so we're like, we need to build a website that's going to be fast so that when we build it and turn it over to Beth and she's doing SEO work, we're not affecting her work also because mm-hmm. we don't want you to have to be going back and fighting against the work we've done. So Oh, yeah. And and I well, part of my services are doing a monthly site audit where mm-hmm. I look at so many factors, um, including page load speed, you know, for each page. Just is it loading quickly? Um 
But uh, and I'm working to correct those. So yeah. when I get a site that we didn't build, that <laughs> job's a little bit harder, a lot harder. But um, it is, <laughs> it, it is. But um, but but the, you know when you build that, it, when you when you build them with that in mind, it it just makes everything so much easier. Yeah, we're not, and I'll go. I'm gonna kind of move into this last piece. Cause I know we're okay. running low yeah. of low on time. Yeah. So th- we try to not to cast shade on competition. But <laughs> that's why we saved this at the end because we want to talk about all the things we can do to make things better. But what are some of the things you've seen that other SEO companies are doing that there's like, oh my gosh, there's no way I would ever do that to our clients? Okay, so this is known as black hat SEO or gray hat SEO, and it's basically gaming the system. Mm. Okay, um, and this is and, and one of the big things in this is called keyword stuffing. Okay, mm. remember how I mentioned earlier that you have to have your keyword in your content for it to really, to rank for that ever. Well, the more you include that keyword, it's more of signals to Google that this is what it's about. So you've got to find a balance between Mm -hmm. it being a natural voice and providing value rather than stuffing it in there over and over and over again. I did a a silly example in one blog I wrote about... um, Beth's Coffee Shop, you know, it, it, it was obviously I don't have a coffee shop, but right. Beth's Coffee Shop in Montgomery, Alabama. If you'd like to come by and have a, a cup of coffee in Beth's Coffee Shop in Montgomery, Alabama, <laughs> you know, come here. We have free Wi-Fi in Beth's Coffee Shop in Montgomery, Alabama. So if you ever see an article like that, that is someone that's obviously, <laughs> it, they're gaming the system. That's yeah, not real useful content. You're, they're stuffing the keyword in over and over again to signal search engines, but it makes, oh, it's just like it becomes unreadable. nails on a chalkboard to read yeah. it going, I can't understand what you're saying because you're repeating these, you know, um, this, this this phrase so often, yeah, and it's not fun. Um, mm. You may rank higher, but again, people will visit it and go, "I don't want to read this." You know, I can't read this, and it just seems cheesy. Well, it, you know? in that case, you're ranking higher, but you're not actually turning people into no. actually clients. Exactly. Well, yeah, and 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 your your click through rate will eventually go down because yep. people aren't staying, and so. You know, Google, that does Google pays attention that hey, people are clicking it, but then they're not staying, and then it's so it's going to end up negatively affecting. And also, there's Google penalties for that; they don't mm. like that, so they eventually and that Google's helpful content update is meant to like weed these sites out. Some so. people we've had brought in to had done paid links. Yes. Okay. So we talked about the link building part of connecting with your 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 audience. Now, one thing I didn't tell you is that. When you're linking to other sites or they're linking to you, it doesn't just matter um, the number of links that you get linking back to you is kind of that letter of recommendation, but the quality of those links. Mm. So when you do a paid linking service, you're not chances are you're not going to get quality links. Yeah, but they told me in my email they're going to give me all these high-quality websites they're going to link to me. See, (laughs) they have to be in good standing also. Because of their keyword stuffing and doing stuff and just putting weird things in there, it probably doesn't add value. Well, you know, it's kind of like if I ask a trusted friend to recommend something to me, well, and then I ask a total stranger to recommend something with me that has no connection, who's word am I going to put yeah. more credit in? You know, so it's kind of the same way with your with paid links is that those are going to be the total stranger links. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you work to build connections with people and have them share your content or they share it because you have provided valuable content to your readers, it's good stuff. I want to link to this, yeah. you know, then um, the quality of those links goes up and it then helps your 
rankings yeah. from now. Well, I know we could talk about this a lot more. Yes. <laughs> I'm really nerdy about I it, and it, I love it. It is great. Like, it's, it's passion. Like, <laughs> it and, is. And like, that's what you want when you have someone doing this for you. Yeah. You want someone that's super passionate about doing that. And yes. so I hope people can g- get that when they're listening to the podcast. That, like, this is something that excites you. I mean, it does. <laughs> it does. I'm such a nerd about it. But well, uh, you know, if if you don't get it, call me. I'll tell you all about it. I'll talk about <laughs> it some more. I'll have a talk. Email me. I'll shoot. We'll we'll discuss SEO all day long. Yeah. <laughs> So. Well, uh, next episode, Lauren's going to be back hosting that one. Uh, she's going to be talking about print management, which is kind of like a mysterious thing because people are like, what is print management? And so it's I will explain this really quickly. It's not actually about the printing part. It's about the management, about the, the pricing and finding the right person to print the correct thing. And so she's going to be explaining a lot more about that. She'll have a guest on. I can't remember who the guest is, but it's going to be really exciting. I promise. It'll be someone that's really good at it. It's not Beth. Yeah, so. not me. <laughs> She's shaking her head. So, <laughs> uh, so it's all about finding that most economical solution. It's going to be a great, interesting um, episode that will be coming up next. Uh, if you like what you're hearing here, um, definitely go over to dogwoodmediasolutions.com. Beth has written a ton of, of of content that's very similar to what we're talking about today about SEO. There's a lot of stuff in there that you can go in and read about and learn more about it. You could use it yourself. Again, mm-hmm. we definitely would rather have you as a client, but you can learn a lot just from the content we're putting out there. And the reason why we put all that content, we want you to know that we're the experts. And we are so confident in the stuff that we're doing that we're willing to give it out for free. Um, so you could best go, go read our, our, our blogs and be able to do a lot of the things that Beth's doing. To a point, because we do have nice little tools that we use, and yes. because we work with a lot of clients, we're able to afford some of these things that make our reports look really nice and give us a lot of different things. But anyway, you can get the main gist of what it means to do SEO, bring the SEO work to us, of course. We'd definitely like to have that. Please do. I would love it. I want all the clients. <laughs> I want you to have all the clients, yes. believe me. <laughs> but you can check out other blog content that uh, Beth's written there along with several other people. Definitely listen to some of our podcasts. We are almost getting, we're moving our way through this first season really fast. And mm-hmm. so it's already October right now. Isn't that crazy? It is very crazy. And so this is when... We it, did it. So means you did it, Ryan. This goal, <laughs> like it's coming to fruition. Yeah. You know? So it's, it's, we'll have first season done and then I don't mm-hmm. know what we'll do next season, but we're going to continue doing this. Lots of, if you haven't, if you like this podcast, go look at some of the other episodes we have in there too. There's a bunch of them in there. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're looking to connect with us, our website is absolutely the best place to do that. Dogwoodmediasolutions.com. You also can type in dogwd.com. It's our shortcut. It'll take you to the main website there. Uh, or you can contact us right there on the website directly uh, or any of our social accounts. They're all linked there on the website also too. And if you haven't already, definitely please subscribe to this podcast. We're on so many different platforms right now. Whichever one that you prefer to listen to our podcast on, it's probably there. Go ahead and do that. And also, if you don't mind, leave us a review. Tell us what you're thinking about the the work that we're doing right now and put a review there uh, on the podcast, wherever you're at. Uh, Even go to our Google or Facebook. Leave us some reviews there too. We'd love to hear if there's something that we've done that's just really clicked with you, we'd love to hear all about that. So we can also, it helps us to know, like, what well, here's the other things we need to do again in the future. Uh, so you can, like I said, find us on any of your podcast platforms and then put those reviews in there. All that, I was going to say, thanks for tuning in to Dogwood. Thank you. talk that. That's my turn. Yep. We overshare and it catches us. It does. I just get so excited. Yep. But anyway, thanks for tuning into the Dogwood Media Solutions Podcast. Thank you, Beth, for joining me here today. Thank you for having me. And uh, we look forward to uh, having everyone back again. Until then, happy marketing. <laughs>